1: And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay.
0: Babe, did you just send me a dollar on
1: Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh.
0: (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. I'm going to say this and I'm going to say this one time only. Stop telling people how they are supposed to feel about the shit you do to them
1: That ass I like that one mm. Because sometimes when emotions are on high mm. It's better to Shut up and listen To why you making them feel the way they feel That ass Hey I'm Kadeen
0: And I'm Deval.
1: And we're the Ellis's
0: You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys
1: And reading each other publicly As a form of therapy
0: Wait I make you need therapy?
1: Deadass starts right now. I don't remember
0: when this happened because I just feel like this has been like a theme in our relationship that you and I just kind of unpacked. Right. But there was a moment. It had to be recently because it was in the theater downstairs. Mm -hmm. And Kadeen and I were having a discussion because we don't really like argue like that. It's no longer arguments anymore. We have discussions. So we were having a discussion about something that happened the night prior Mm -hmm. and I don't remember exactly what we were arguing about because that just shows me how like unimportant it was. But I was explaining to you how I felt about it. And every time I kept trying to explain to you how, trying to explain to you how I felt about it, you kept saying, I don't think you should have felt that way about that because that's not what I meant. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And then I kept trying a different way to explain it. And every time I use a different analogy, because what Kadeem going to do is look at me. And every time I use an analogy, she going to look at me even more sideways. Like that analogy ain't got shit to do with what we are talking about. But what I started realizing after giving like the fourth analogy and you looking at me with that blank stare, with your eyes blinking was like, you know what? (laughs) I just got to say this. I don't have to explain to you why I feel the way I feel, but I feel a way. And I am tired of you telling me that I shouldn't feel away because that's not what you meant. And you was just like, I ain't never think about it like that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Kadeen. It's like, you can't punch somebody in the face and then tell them it shouldn't hurt. Because I didn't punch you that hard. Because that's typically what we do with Maybe I didn't
1: punch you. Maybe it was a love tap.
0: What if the love tap hurt?
1: What if you being soft?
0: See what I'm saying, y'all? See what I'm saying, y'all? <laughs> and, and this, and that that right there is exactly how the story went.
1: Story done. <laughs> Since we're talking about feelings today. You know what I just thought about when I thought about feelings? Feelings. feelings. That's what I was gonna say. Nothing saying. more than feelings. feelings. I was but that ain't the song that, today, but shout no. out to Steve Urkel, Julia White. No.
0: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Family I actually thought days. about singing that song.
1: Trying to forget those feelings. Feelings of love. Yes. <laughs> but instead. You know what, baby? I'm a I'm a lean on you to do the opening riff, all right? Cause this opening riff ain't nothing quite like it, <clears throat> all right?
0: Let me uh and mm-hmm. prepare my vocals. <laughs> Style sounds.
1: <laughs> it doesn't sound like that. However, no, that don't forget <laughs> to come and pick up your own feelings. <laughs> don't leave no pieces. Mm. You need to hurry and pick up your feelings. While I'm cleaning Yo listen Jasmine Sullivan Gonna make it to karaoke At least once a
0: season Maybe. Shout out Jasmine Sullivan Yes girl me, I fucked up your riff The riff was know, terrible listen, But I was watching the video And I was like Dang yo She really did that In the very beginning She of the sure video. as hell did So I'ma try it
1: Listen Jasmine and We I appreciate had a you I stroke
0: trying now like I had no oxygen Coming to my brain
1: <laughs> It was your neck muscles For me like <laughs> you know, Don't look it. But that was super clever She said pick up your feelings While I'm cleaning bro Yeah, while I'm cleaning, because once I'm done cleaning, it's like going into garbage. Yes, and I don't know if your feelings deserve to be in the garbage, but you know, hey. Yes, but let's go on a quick break, and come back, and we're gonna unpack how to stay out of folks' feelings. Yes, be right back, y'all. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot, and a lot of times when you're dealing with grief Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp.
0: Visit BetterHelp.com deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash deadass. Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because...
1: And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay.
0: Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash?
1: I just said our cash isn't content. Shh.
0: <laughs> Services are provided by Green.Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
1: All right, ladies. Let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this. Near, yes, near, the OG that I used for years has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated near body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online.
0: All right, we back. So let me explain to y'all a little bit about story time and what we've been going through and what we've learned to unpack over the last like this has been something like we've unpacked this in the last think, year.
1: Yes, but it's just crazy to me that we're still unpacking shit 20 years in.
3: Yeah, this is like That just
1: life. goes to show y'all that relationships require the investment and in constantly yes having the conversations and learning each other and expecting there to be change and things that bothered yes. somebody before may not bother them now or vice versa. So just know that 20 years in, we're still yes. unpacking. So for people who... Feel like, man, I'm in a couple years and yes. shit ain't really going nowhere and yes. we're not learning anything. Just make sure y'all are having those conversations that need to be had. Because yes. with that, I guess, sometimes you feel like there's no progression happening. Yes, The progression may not be happening because y'all not having those conversations. So don't feel no kind of way because we're still having conversations 20 years in. But anywho, back and to story time.
0: I remember exactly what the argument was about. I remember exactly now. Okay. Just, now, this, I'm explaining to you how real this is. We really just be having conversations mm-hmm. on this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. It was when my mom didn't get the invite for my birthday party when we were supposed to go to Jamaica. Okay. And my mom felt the way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what happened was, Kadeen spoke to my brother and spoke to my father.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he, she told them that she was planning a birthday party for me for my, I think it was my 38th. Mm 37th I don't remember Which one it was But we were supposed To be going somewhere For my 35th It never happened We just moved Mm -hmm. She was planning She was planning Ultimately My brother and my father Were trying to figure out What days work for them Mm -hmm. And through that process Neither one of them Spoke to my mom Mm -hmm. So when I'm on the phone Speaking to my mom About This is when we Had tested positive For COVID COVID. And And I I said Man we can't travel No more And she said Travel where? And I was like well, we we supposed to be going to Jamaica for my birthday, but now we can't go. And she said, like, oh, I didn't know. And I was like, how did you not know? Did you not, like it was my birthday. How did you, you not know? And she's like, no one called me and talked to me about it. And she felt the way. So I expressed to Kay, like, I was like, how come you didn't call my mom? And Kay was just like, well, I called your dad I called your brother I figured someone Would relay the message And I was just like
1: Also too His sister was due Any day with the baby Or she had just had The baby through She had just had the baby Through C-section So your dad In talking to him Was just like Well you know Tori just had the baby I don't know So in speaking to his dad I just figured Okay it's like a family Discussion that's happening Your sister had just Had the baby Two weeks prior So having a C-section She probably needed her mom And needed the help So I just never gave your mom The option to decide I guess by telling her directly
0: Right. So Kay had her reasons for not calling my mom mm-hmm. and my mom felt the way about it. And when I started talking to Kay about it, Kay got upset and was just like, I didn't mean to offend your mom. And I kept trying to explain to her, like, just because you don't mean to offend someone doesn't mean that their feelings don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. And Kay kept saying, but why would your feelings get hurt if, and she kept trying to give me reasons why my mom's feelings shouldn't be hurt. Mm-hmm. If her if my dad knew and my brother knew and they were speaking on her behalf. And I was like, "Kadine, what are you not understanding? I'm not saying that you did anything purposefully Mm -hmm. or you were trying to upset anyone, but your actions hurt my mom's feelings and she's entitled to feel that way. And then Kay became upset with me because she was just like, you're trying to make it seem as if I'm trying to hurt your mom. And I was like, Kay, I'm not saying that you're trying to hurt my mom and I'm not saying you're trying to hurt me because then I was upset. Because no one spoke to my mom. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, why are you upset? I told you what I did. How could you still be upset? I told you I spoke to your family. And I'm like, hey, I don't want to be upset. But does it does it matter to me what your intentions were if my mom feel away and now I'm upset? My mom feels like she was left out. I'm upset. And Kadeen's whole point was to tell me my mom shouldn't feel left out and I shouldn't be upset because she had reasons for doing it. And the reason why I, I was making this story, the point of it is because no one had no ill will.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No one. You didn't do anything on purpose. Right. My dad didn't purposely leave my mom out. My right. brother did not tell my mom. Right. But my mother was still upset about being left out, feeling left out. Mm-hmm. And everybody I spoke to was like, oh, dude, that's just your mother being your mother like. And I'm like, no, y'all got to stop doing that. Mom didn't wake up wanting to feel left out. She felt left out. Can we at least acknowledge the fact that my mom's feelings got hurt? Mm -hmm. And can we at least acknowledge the fact that I'm upset that my mom's feelings are hurt? Mm -hmm. Can we not try to discredit her feelings or mine? And after going through that whole process and unpacking it, I learned there too. Like, I do the same thing to you at times. And sometimes I'll say something and I'll just be like, well, I don't know why you took it like that because I was a joke. It was a joke. Right? Like, Kanine and I have this thing. We joke on each other a lot, right? And sometimes the joke don't land properly on mm-hmm. the other person. And when that person feels a way, you have to start to understand that just because you meant something a certain way doesn't mean it was delivered right. or received that way.
1: So I understand everything... Um You know That was said And then in that moment too I made sure I think we went to New York Shortly after that Once we got over COVID And Mm -hmm. everything And I spoke to your mom Directly in person Your mom Mm -hmm. and your dad um, Together And just to clear the air Because one thing That's huge for us Is trying to make sure That we take accountability So sometimes Accountability Doesn't necessarily mean That you're taking blame Per se Right Accountability is not blame Yeah it's not blame But it's just saying Man if I would have Acted differently In this moment I'm acknowledging That I could have Taken another step to make things better. But in that moment, I didn't think about it. Right. So um, after having the conversation with your mom and all of that, I think my issue with, yes, someone feels a way. Yes. That may not be, may have been my intention. But one thing that I always do that you don't like that I do is even if I acknowledge, okay, I understand that you're upset. You don't like when I explain to you my rationale. And to me, I feel like I have to explain my rationale if someone feels as if I've done something to either make them feel left out, hurt their feelings, or if my intentions weren't landing correctly. I feel like it's my responsibility and out of respect to the person to say, hey, I understand that you feel this way. I'm sorry you feel this way, but this is how I arrived at this rationale. And because I arrived at it this way... I feel like that's me taking responsibility and taking the onus for saying I might have hurt you in this moment mm-hmm. or something may have been misconstrued. Mm-hmm. But here is how I arrived at it. I wasn't trying to just be, you know, deceitful. I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to um, be mean. I wasn't trying to leave you out. Here's how I arrived. That's and the you more never mature. like that. No,
0: no, no. The, the way you explained it is the more mature version of what you do or what you've done now. In okay. the past, it used to be yo, you didn't tell my mom. I told your dad. Yeah, but you didn't tell my mom and her feelings got hurt. But I told your dad.
1: Mm-hmm. It's the growth for me. And it's like, yeah. and, and
0: seriously, it's like, it's like, you you didn't tell my mom. Yeah, but Deval, if I told your dad they live in the same house, why wouldn't your dad just tell your mom? It's like, you mm-hmm. used to not even acknowledge the fact that that could have hurt my mom's feelings. It right. was just, well, I told your dad, so... Mm-hmm. Whatever feeling she has, she got to get over it because I told someone in the Absolutely. house. Absolutely. And one and thing I've
1: always had an issue with, which we've unpacked, like we said, for having conversations. Mm-hmm. For 20 years I have a problem With accountability Or I've had problems With Mm -hmm. accountability Because it's something That I've noticed Even just as an adult Unpacking things That my mom Has had an issue with Mm -hmm. Still has an issue With accountability Because it's this idea And this pursuit Of just trying to be perfect And never making a mistake And Mm -hmm. that's something Deep rooted in just How we were raised Mm -hmm. But wanting to be the example Wanting to be perfect Mm -hmm. Wanting to make sure Things are done correctly So if something does go wrong It's kind of like Oh shoot Let me not Let me not connect myself With what went wrong With something that went wrong I just want to find a way to then say get the blame off of me potentially. When a lot right. of times we're not looking to place blame or, you know, make a responsible party feel bad right. for something that may go wrong. It's more so just saying, hey, how can we pivot next time to make things different? How can we avoid making mm-hmm. the same mistake again? Um, and I've learned that just recently. So when you say that this happened maybe about almost two years ago, year and a half. yeah, In year and a half, I feel like it's safe to say just from my own mm-hmm. standpoint that I've learned how to act differently in this different Oh, yeah, stance. absolutely. I, I know, would listen, so.
0: the one thing we talk about a lot on this show is growth. And you and I have talked about how we've changed, even since the beginning of this podcast till now. Mm-hmm. Some of the things that we thought were okay in the very beginning, we're learning now weren't okay. So we're both strong growth. So I, I will have to give you kudos on that. You have acknowledged that and been like, you know, I'm going to be deliberate about changing that. A lot of people ask us all the time, like, how do you guys continue to Keep the fire burning. How do you guys continue to stay in a a marriage that has open communication? One word, empathy. Mm. Right? And I'm going to explain to you why. Empathy allows you to not agree with what the person is saying because you Mm -hmm. don't have to agree. Right. But it allows you to understand how they could feel about what is transpiring in the present moment. Mm -hmm. And there's a difference, right? Agreeing means, yeah, you're right. I'm wrong. I should change all of my behavior. That's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Empathy is saying, you know what? In life, there is never really a true black and white. Mm -hmm. There's never truly a right and wrong. Now, there are moral clauses in between every situation where you know what the right thing is. Like, don't steal.
1: Don't fight people. Don't (laughs) kill. Like Those are moral clauses. Can't back you up on those, y'all.
0: But there's definitely some areas of gray. And empathy allows you to live in the gray and at least understand where your partner's coming from. Mm -hmm. For example... Kadena and I talk all the time about how we've matured through sex, Mm -hmm. right? Because a lot of the issues that we see from people Mm -hmm. often relate to my partner doesn't understand what I need or want sexually, Mm. right? And Kadena and I went through that for years. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until we started to have empathy for our partner and say, well, you know what? My partner's not wrong. She's just living in a different space with a different perspective. So Mm -hmm. if I can exist in that space and perspective through listening to her, Mm -hmm. I can understand where she's coming from. And if I can understand where she's coming from, I can now maneuver in a way that's uh, positive for both of us.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And I use sex as an example because for a lot of relationships, there's two things that that kill relationships. is sex and finances. Mm -hmm. It's also the same thing with finances, right? Yep. You and I have talked about how we've bettered our finances. It started with empathy. Mm-hmm. rather than Kadeen and I being at each other's throats and being like, she does this wrong with money or he does this wrong with money is let me understand why this person feels this way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And if
0: I can at least understand why mm-hmm. now I can get a greater understanding of how to explain
2: mm-hmm.
0: why I feel the way I feel. Right. But it first has the empathy to understand where my partner's coming from. So empathy is very important.
1: Well, you know, there's different types of empathy. Right, I think we should jump into some facts and stats. Let's
3: talk about um,
1: about the way you can exhibit empathy towards someone because there's different ways to do it. So, first off, there is um, effective—that's with an Mm A—effective or emotional empathy, which is the ability to respond to people's emotions appropriately. So, Mm -hmm. in that instance, for example, somebody is distraught about something. How do you then? like we say, empathize with them. How do you then kind of help to relate to the situation that they're in or offer some sort of comfort? And
0: can I say the first thing about responding to someone's emotions appropriately? Do not tell people that they are not allowed to feel the way they feel.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Like that is the number one thing. Mm -hmm. When you say to someone, why would you feel like that way about that? People don't wake up just asking to feel the way. Right. Some people do. Some people just be going to being in their feelings. <laughs> some people right? be glutton
1: for punishment, Yeah, right? some people do.
0: But most people are affected by past traumas. Mm-hmm. And when something happens, mm-hmm. it triggers that. Mm-hmm. And they feel away. way. Right. And we, a lot of times as humans, like to say, well, I didn't mean for it to affect you that way. So you got to grow up, stop being so sensitive mm-hmm. and change the way you respond to what I said.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Rather than saying, damn, I affect that person that way? mm mm-hmm. Uh, can let me at least try to help that person unpack why, right? That happened like right. that.
1: I know. A lot of you know? times we are very quick to discard how people feel we because we feel that. like
0: yes, in that moment I it's not feel warranted. Oh, remember that used to be an argument between us. Yo, Kadeem and I used this. We don't do this anymore, and we used to. Mm-hmm. Kadeem would be feeling away about something, and I would give for an example like, "Well, you did that to me, and I ain't feel away." So mm-hmm. now I'm expecting you to not feel a way because it didn't affect me that way. Right. That's unfair to your partner. Absolutely. Just because you didn't respond a certain way to the same scenario doesn't mean that your partner is supposed to exhibit the same behavior. You can't do that to people.
1: Absolutely not. And as partner, parents, spouse, child, yes. friends. Business partner, friends. Same yes. thing. Same thing. Then there's the um somatic empathy, which mm-hmm. is the ability to feel what another person is feeling, Mm -hmm. right? So I think in an instance like this, it's like, you know, somebody, you know, loses a parent and you've lost a parent or you've lost a child, for example, God forbid. And it's the thing where, you know, I can actually understand for sure what's, because, you know, a lot of times things happen and you're like, man, I can't even imagine what you're going through type of thing. But this type of empathy is different. You've been there, you know what it's like. You may not exhibit the same exact feelings, Mm -hmm. but you can kind of empathize with that. And then particularly what we're speaking about today yes. is cognitive empathy, yes. and that's the ability to understand someone's response to a yes. situation.
0: That takes emotional maturity.
1: Absolutely. So expressing empathy is really the quickest way to disarm someone in an emotional situation. Yes, Empathy allows people to let, kind of let go of that defense energy and feel safe enough to express themselves.
0: So let's talk about that. What do I always say you are when we have arguments? Defensive. Defensive, right? Yes. Have you noticed how my approach to you has changed?
1: Don't tell me you're using reverse psychology. Not reverse psychology, but think about <laughs> think
0: about cognitive empathy, right, right? Right, right, And also knowing that Kadeen is, and this, this is where empathy is important. We've talked about this on the pod, on the live podcast. Mm-hmm. I know that my wife is defensive, mm-hmm. right? The only reason I know that my wife is defensive is because I used empathy to understand why does she feel this way? When we used to have arguments and I'd be like, why did she get so defensive? Why? Did I? Rather than trying to understand why she gets defensive. What I used to say to you all the time, you got to stop being defensive. There's no reason for you to be defensive, Mm -hmm. right? And then I was like, that's not working because that just made her more More defensive. defensive. right? So I said, let me try to understand why she gets that way. Started speaking to you. We talked about your parents. We noticed how your parents respond to situations. And I started to realize, ah, she gets like that because that's the only way she knows how to not take accountability mm-hmm. for what she may have done wrong, right? Why is she avoiding accountability because she doesn't want to be blamed?
1: Mm-hmm. Why does she
0: doesn't want to be blamed because in her life she felt like she was blamed for a lot that she didn't do. Right? And it's like or I can not understand. even as much
1: as just me trying to pursue whatever I think this perfection is but, for me. Right, right. So I want to be the perfect wife for example. So if I do something that upsets you, to me, that's like, oh my God, in this moment, I'm not the perfect wife. Because what do I say to you a lot? Sometimes I feel inadequate. inadequate Sometimes I feel like I'm the weak link of the two of us because I don't do things the way you do or my process may not be the same. So for me, that's, like, I, that's that's me feeling beaten down
3: mm-hmm. because
1: I'm like, man, like, I'm disappointing to be out in this situation. Like, mm-hmm. I was the same thing with my parents. I never wanted to disappoint my parents. Mm-hmm. So that was a large part of the reason why, like, I really had to mull over in my head, like, how, am I going to make this decision? Mm-hmm. What's going to be the repercussions for it? I don't want to be able to do that. So because I usually move so intentionally, mm-hmm. that's the reason why I feel like I need to. Quote unquote, defend myself, or I need to explain how I arrived at something. I need to explain mm. my rationale because I don't just move all willy nilly just to move. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's why it's important for me to be able to do that because I'm pursuing this perfection that I know is probably impossible. Absolutely. But. I need the people who I love and people who I care for to know that Kadeen is moving with the best intention but you, and but it's never you, received that way. But sometimes. do you
0: realize that in moving that way and trying to be super deliberate, you're not allowing yourself to have empathy for your partner because mm-hmm. now you're like, I'm moving deliberately. I'm, I'm moving in a space of perfection, which means anything I'm doing, I'm doing so that you don't get hurt. So mm-hmm. if you get hurt, Mm-hmm. that's on you. Right. That's not on me. It's
1: taking the onus off it's, it's, of me. It's
0: taking the onus off you. Which and is say, not hey, okay. I was moving in this direction. If you feel a way, that's something you have to do. And that's something Kay used to do to me a yeah, lot. Yeah, I did. Where she used to discard my feelings and I used to be like, yo, yeah. babe, just because you didn't do it on purpose mm-hmm. don't mean that it, it, it didn't hurt me. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, but I don't understand why it hurts you if you know now right. why I did it. And, right. I, and I used to say to her, I know now why you did it. So I'm able to have empathy for you. But in the moment, I had no idea why you did it. And the fact that it hurt me mm-hmm. was not my choice. Right. It, it just hurt. Right. And, and it's like both of us being able to have empathy for each other has allowed us to get to a space where it's like, oh, I see. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to move purposeful, but I hurt you. I apologize. Let's discuss why it hurts you. Absolutely. Then we discuss why it hurts me. And, then, and when I get that feeling of at least she's trying to understand. Mm-hmm. But now I at least I understand how she moves. Right. So now I realize there's nobody to blame. Right. She wasn't moving in a space of negativity or trying to be malice, mm-hmm. uh, malicious. Mm-hmm. But I took it that way, and then now I have to unpack. Why did I take it that way?
2: Mm-hmm. Then
0: I start to realize, so wow, there were projections from things that right. were happening in my life before that. When right. she moved this way, I perceived it in a way that it wasn't.
1: Mad unpacking.
0: But here's the thing: this is the work that goes into marriage. or any relationship that people like, oh, marriage be tough. Mm -hmm. Marriage don't be tough. Mm -hmm. It is the two of us together working on unpacking all the things that we have developed in ourselves as individuals and now trying to be together.
1: Right. I mean, think about it. You're really unpacking a lifetime's worth of things Mm -hmm. (laughs) with the spouse. And this is stuff that... was ingrained in you before you even met each other. Yes. It's the way you were conditioned based off of society, based off of your upbringing, within your household, things that your parents, you know, in turn caused you to then, it became a characteristic, you know, it could be a character flaw in some instances. You know, um, emotional validation, uh, which we're seeing here, is like the process of learning about understanding and expressing acceptance over another person's emotional experience. Right.
0: Which is what we talked which about. Which is what we
1: talked about. So emotionally validating is dis- distinguished from emotional invalidation when a person's emotional experiences are rejected, ignored, and judged.
0: So, for example, like the example we just gave, my mom feels away. way. Kadeen's response, which would be an emotional invalidation, is she shouldn't feel that way because I told your father. Right. So now you're saying, that my mom shouldn't be emo- shouldn't feel aware about what happened to her. Mm-hmm. That pissed me off. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Kadeem being like, "Oh wow, I didn't realize that it made her feel the way. I'm sorry about that, and I will let her know that that wasn't my purpose or my mm-hmm. intention." There goes here's someone who understands how my mom feels. Right. You see how the response
1: the response is totally different. Totally
0: different. Yeah. And that now it doesn't validate or invalidate what you did mm-hmm. because you still did what you did. But now it's like, wow, at least I I validated her emotional response right. so now I feel empathy so now she can open up and, and tell me mm-hmm. because this is what happens when you make someone feel invalid right their emotions now they get defensive mm-hmm. and most people when get when they feel like their emotions are invalid you know what they do attack very true because now you're making me feel like my emotions don't matter mm-hmm. so now I have to hurt you so you can feel how I feel that was me
2: mm-hmm.
0: that was me whenever Kadeen used to make me feel like my emotions were invalid my defense mechanism to that was to then try to say something to make her feel how I feel so that then I can say, you see how you feel right there? Yep. That's how I feel. Since you don't understand how I feel, I got to make you feel how I feel. Right.
1: And that's when the petty comes in.
0: Super petty. And I yep. know my petty. That's when Petty Pendergrass comes over
1: here, petty. Yes. And, I, <laughs> and,
0: the, and the thing is, neither response right. is is uh, helpful no. in building a bridge for communication. For
1: sure. You know? For sure. Uh, and next we have validating an emotion does not mean that you agree with the other person mm-hmm. or that you think that their emotional response is warranted. Mm-hmm. Rather, you demonstrate that you understand what they are feeling without trying to talk them out of it or making them feel shame for feeling that way.
0: And that's exactly Another what we're talking point. about. Yes. When someone feels a way, do not shame them. Mm-hmm. Do not shame them for feeling a way. Right. You know, like um, I gave an example because we were discussing this last night with Tribble. And Matt, and right, and it's no different than you and your boys are playing around all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And yada, yada, you acting like a bitch,
2: mm-hmm. right?
0: You say that to him, man. You acting like a bitch, and mm-hmm. he gets pissed off. He's mm-hmm. really pissed off, and he's like, "Yo, why you get mad for? Yo, don't call me a bitch, my boy. Like, why? Why would that get mad? You know, I'm mean, boy. You know, I know you're not a bitch, but now you're saying to him like, why are you acting like that? Right. You shouldn't get that upset. Right? Then he tells you, well, you know, I had a very tumultuous past with my dad and before he used to whip my ass, Mm -hmm. he used to call me a bitch all the time. So Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Allowing someone, uh, showing empathy to someone and allowing them to tell you why they feel the way about it may open your eyes to who they really are. Mm. But when you invalidate how they feel, Mm -hmm. you're now closing them off to not opening up about why. And then what you do is you repeat the behavior because you're telling them, I should be able to call you a bitch because I'm saying it out of love. Which doesn't work for everybody.
1: No. I mean, if it's somebody you genuinely care for, you exactly. should want to be able to have that dialogue. Yes. You know? So yeah. I I, I totally um co sign on that one as well for sure. So like let's talk about ways that you can actually validate or or, or help to emotionally validate um in a scenario, right? Someone's feelings. So yeah, someone's feeling. So identifying and acknowledging the emotion, encouraging the person to speak. Vulnerably express the emotion that they're feeling. Increase your emotional vocabulary with a feelings wheel used by therapists. That's interesting. I've Never heard of a feelings wheel.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't really use a feelings wheel, but I guess it's, it's simple. There are a wheel of emotions that mm-hmm. you go through: anger, uh, disappointment, mm-hmm. happiness. You know, envy, joy. There's a bunch of wheel of emotion, and you just understand what each of those emotions look like. Right. With the person that you're with. And right. when it, when you can express or understand what their emotions look like when they're projecting that emotion, mm-hmm. you can be more intent, uh, intentful, not intentful, um, purposeful purposeful, or deliberate yeah. about how to address the feelings you see.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Rather than just saying, these are the feelings I'm used to and you need to stay in these feelings in order right. for us to be friends right. or in a relationship, right. which I think a lot of people do. Right. A lot of people say, listen, you need to be happy because I need to be happy. So you need to stay in your happiness Regardless of what I say to you Because everything I say to you Out of love That's probably one of the most Toxic fucked up things I've ever heard in my life But you know how many people Exist in that space Yeah yeah, You know how many parents Do that to their children To their
1: kids I was about to say That's probably the biggest time When you've seen it When you've seen it I'm doing this because I love you (laughs) Right I'm doing Don't don't do as I I do Do as I say Because I love you
0: that's probably one of the the most toxic relationships that creates With no the people explanation that we see today.
1: No explanation, no conversation. Right? Mm-hmm. Acknowledge the source of the emotion. Behind every negative emotion is an unmet need. Yes. So you have to listen to your speaker's experience that may have led them to be triggered, mm-hmm. and ask questions about their experience. You know, their beliefs, their fears, their needs to get to the root of the emotion.
0: And that's not easy because how how many that's conversations that's have unpacking we had a lot. When I kept I remember when we first got together and you were just very quiet. Yes, and I used to just be like, "Why are you acting like this? Why?" Do you? And you didn't feel vulnerable enough to mm-hmm. open up.
1: I didn't. The thing is, I didn't know how to. I didn't even know where to begin. That's important. That's important. I didn't even to be, and I impact a lot of this in our book too. I just didn't even. I didn't begin to. I don't know where to start with expressing how I felt. Right. Because it wasn't something that was encouraged in my house, and not for the sake of my parents saying, well, we don't care about your feelings, so whatever. Mm. It was just more so that we just never had those dialogues or conversations where anyone was able to then unpack how they felt in a forum where they felt like it was going to be received without disrespect. And that was something that was difficult for me. So that's why with you, when I met you, I think your approach was at first met with a little bit of like, damn, why is he getting on me? And Mm. now I'm not being that perfect girlfriend that I'm supposed to be. That's how you took it. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn, like now... Now he's going to hate me. Now he's going to want to break up with me. Now he's going to probably try to find better because I'm not being the best for him in that Mm -hmm. moment. And that gave me a lot of anxiety. So it made me feel like I didn't even want to express how I felt.
0: And I think it's important for people to understand that when you ask people what's wrong, here's another thing. Don't expect people to have the vocabulary or the intellect or even know how to express what they're going through Mm -hmm. and judge them for not knowing how to adequately express what they're going through. We are all humans learning as we go from day to day So when you're in a relationship with someone Or when you're talking to your child Or when you're talking to someone Don't just say what's wrong And then when they can't Express to you verbally Exactly what they're going through Feel like oh you're just being emotional mm-hmm. That's unfair mm-hmm. You know and I feel like um, Just speaking from a man's standpoint Because this podcast is from a Husband wife perspective mm-hmm. I feel like we as men often do that mm-hmm. To women mm-hmm. Right I feel like if your, if your wife or your girlfriend or your baby's mother is going through something emotional, because we are different emotionally, we have different hormones and stuff, mm-hmm. our first response is she's just being emotional.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And our first response is, you know, I'm never going to understand what she's talking about, what she's going through, right. so I'm going to shut down. Right, And I feel like women often do this. To men, if a man tries to show emotion being vulnerable, then it's he's acting like a bitch.
1: Well, I said that to you before. I was just like, damn, like you trying to express yourself becoming off as you being real nitpicky or like, you know, I I would say things to you like that. Like, damn, like you just want to be harping on shit like Mm -hmm. and using that terminology is enough to shut somebody down or it's enough to start some sort of like combat with another person. Um, So that is absolutely, absolutely true. And then the last one, think about intent versus impact. Which is a great way to really put it. Like, what's my Mm -hmm. intent versus how it impacted the person. Right? So expressing that you understand the feeling that's being expressed to you is like the first sign, which we've said. Mm -hmm. And then you don't have to necessarily apologize if you don't feel like you've done something wrong. But you can still express that you understand the source of that emotion being hard or frustrating or saddening to somebody. So for me... That was always my struggle, intent versus impact. Like I didn't intend right. for it to come out this way. And then I end up beating myself up. Like, damn, like, where did I go wrong? I thought this out so perfectly. Right. It should have landed this way. And then it didn't land that way. So now the impact that it's caused is now creating a space for me to feel badly. And because I don't want to feel badly and want to put the onus on you, I'm gonna be like, you know what, that's not how I intended it.
0: But you know why? Most people don't even think about their partner when they Make a move or do something. True. They deliberately do things thinking, I wouldn't feel a way about this. So I'm going to move this way. And then when their partner feels a way about something, Mm -hmm. they try to invalidate their partner's emotions. Because even if you thought about it, you thought about it from your perspective. Exactly. So this is what I would say to people. When you make a move that hurts someone, right? Mm -hmm. Even if you did something on purpose and you didn't think that it was going to hurt someone, Mm -hmm. don't say, well I wouldn't be hurt by this so they shouldn't be hurt. Mm. And definitely don't tell that person. Mm-hmm. instead, mm-hmm. just be like, oh it's, it's interesting that you're hurt by it. Can you tell me why? Right. right Don't be so quick to give your reasons as to why they shouldn't be hurt right Just listen right Just listen and I, I agree with them saying you don't have to admit fault
2: mm-hmm.
0: like you, you really don't right but you you can say, man, I apologize that you're hurt. Mm-hmm. I, I feel bad that you're hurt. Mm -hmm. that was never my intent that doesn't mean that i'm not going to move in the same way moving forward because this way may be best for me and Mm -hmm. for you but at least if you know what my intent was then you can decipher if the impact really was what it
1: was and then beyond what you just said Mm -hmm. and i'll use the example with your parents and your mom particularly feeling like she was left out with this Mm -hmm. whole jamaica thing right I knew that she was now hurt by the fact that I did not personally speak to her about Jamaica. Mm. Right. So I acknowledged that to you because you're my husband. I was mm. kind of like, bro, like I told you, dad, they didn't live in the same house. I right. can't even expect for a husband and wife living in the same house to communicate Right. So that was the first thing Where I went wrong right. right You and I communicate A lot about a lot of things But everybody, but everybody doesn't Work that way right? right So I acknowledge That your mom deserved Seeing as though She birthed you Her mm-hmm. own invitation Right Yes I should not have assumed That she automatically Would not make provisions To come Because your sister Just had a baby right? right And that's just me thinking As a woman and a mom Like damn you know I know how much I needed my mom When I just had a baby So right. she's probably Not going to leave Tori right. To deal with this baby You know Deal with But you know Deal with you the postpartum your This is all my perspective That has yeah. gone through my head Because again why i don't move without intention i kind of try to so mold things to be over deliberate. right it wasn't received that way so when i saw your mom in person and not through text and not through phone because i wanted to make sure that her and your dad understood where mm-hmm. i came from I, I then apologized to her for feeling left out mm-hmm. acknowledged that the fact that she could have felt left out because as a mom now who has sons yeah. i'd have felt a way if my daughter-in-law yeah. didn't tell me that you was having some sort of yeah. trip for my son like yeah. i birthed the kid You know, so I understood that and I relayed to your mom how I understand if it was the other way around, I might have felt hurt. Hmm. And then what I do now is what I've created a group text with you, your dad, your mom. Your sister and I have a text with your mom and dad separately because they do a lot of the arrangements in their household, and they know I keep our schedule. Right. So now I've showed you recently, even yeah,
0: recently, yeah.
1: This is the chat that I have with your family, and Mm -hmm. let you know that this is where I coordinate schedules, who's coming, who's going, when we can get together, when we can visit, because Mm -hmm. I want to make sure nothing like that happens again.
0: Right. So you. So now it's the work now. Now Yeah, it's the the work work after
1: acknowledging how she felt. It's the work that Mm -hmm. goes into place to make sure it doesn't happen again.
0: Right. And it's also empathy on my part from knowing that my wife didn't do this on purpose. Right. You know what I'm saying? It takes takes empathy to also be like... It would be easy for me to be like, she did this on purpose because she she wants my mom to feel it because now she's my wife. You know how people try to create their own narrative about what happens? Because it's
1: easy. You know how people like to just kind of spew out the fact that you should have issues with your in-laws.
0: right?
2: You know what I mean? And that's
1: never been the case for your mom and and dad and I. Like We've never had those kind of issues. So it was important for me to make sure that she understood that. And I ain't trying to mess with Karen. <laughs> I, I ain't trying to have Karen come upside my head Karen's right?
0: a thug Karen's Listen. a thug But I know she's also a sensitive thug Cause you know yeah. Cause like all moms She cares about kids I
1: completely understand but, um, that and, it, and some people I think From, from our parents' generation like when you have things going on, they require that you contact them directly. Because yes, if they them feel directly. like they didn't receive an invitation, that they weren't invited. Very recently, my dad's 70th birthday party, another situation. I send a, a a text to the children in the house who are my cousins that mm-hmm. are my age range. Hey, y'all, I'm having a party for my dad. Make sure you tell your dad who is my dad's brother. Mm-hmm. Make sure you tell your dad and mom too. Let me know who mm-hmm. can come or whatever, whatever. Then my aunt reaches out to me and is like, did you tell your uncle? And I was like, well, I told mm. my cousins, their dad, I mm-hmm. told them. So I just told them to spread the word. And she's like, but you didn't invite him directly. And I was like, I, just, you generation. need your own invitation. And then that's I'm like, all right, sis.
0: It's all
1: right, sis. I'm going to send him in Aunt directly. Sis. <laughs> Aunt sis. Don't be
0: disrespectful.
1: <laughs> Auntie sis. I'm going to send it to him directly. <laughs> so I sent it to him directly. And he was like, oh, yeah, I already knew about this. I told your dad I was coming. I'm like, you see? see you but, see? But- I, but I do feel you. Let me cross my T's and dot my yes. eyes because I ain't trying to offend nobody. Yes. I promise. And if
0: you have the the wherewithal or the ability to go the extra step yes. to make sure that people are okay, you might as well do it. But also, right. empathy require Empathy is required also for the person who's having the emotional outburst, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To also have empathy for the person that they're upset at. Facts to, to understand to understand that that person may not have been trying to hurt you. Facts. So just because your feelings hurt, don't mean that you get to then spew all of this venom on someone else when they might probably didn't do what you're expecting they did on purpose. And I think that this is important for many relationships, right? You know how we create narratives about why someone does something? That's because we don't give empathy to the party that we want to be upset at. Mm -hmm. So, for example, that happened with my parents. I could have been like, nah, nah, fuck that, fuck that. Nah, you just want to leave my parents out on purpose, and that's just what it is, and I'm just pissed about it. Mm -hmm. Or... I could have empathy and be like, you know what? She do be playing on a lot of stuff and it could have been an oversight and oh it probably God. wasn't done yes. on purpose. And I think that yes. a lot more people need to understand that most arguments don't, don't happen because people are trying to be malicious. They happen because of miscommunications and false narratives.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: el- eliminate miscommunications and false narratives by having empathy and learning to listen
2: mm-hmm.
0: and not listening with the intent to respond. But listening with the intent to understand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's ultimately what this, this whole thing is about.
1: Yep. Listening with the intent to understand. And I said, you know what? I was hoping that my aunt would understand. Kadeen's life is crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Kadeen could barely... She don't even know what she had for breakfast or if she even had breakfast this morning. <laughs> so in that moment, I could have been taking it two ways. I could have been like, wow. Auntie knows that my life is crazy. So she was just reaching out to remind me not to... Mm-hmm. not include my uncle
2: mm.
1: or I could have taken it as damn. she's just trying to come down on me because I, I didn't send the invitation right. to him. Right. In that moment, I chose to say, you know what? She's probably looking out for me because she knows my life is crazy. Mm. I chose to take the positive route on that one. That's that's. And I said, you know what, auntie, thank you so much for telling me that I'm going to invite him now. Cause I don't want him to feel left out.
0: You know, that's a whole nother podcast, right? Choosing. To see the positive To see the positive That's a whole We're gonna do a whole Another uh, podcast On choosing <laughs> we just be in here Involving and seriously, Coming up with episodes As we talk To see the positive Because we had a whole Discussion Listen About how to choose To be positive And for and two seconds I
1: promise you I was like You know my life Is crazy sis Like come aunt on Aunt sis
3: aunt sis, <laughs> auntie, sis. auntie sis,
1: <laughs> auntie sis, auntie sis I, You know my life Is crazy You know <laughs> You know I'm not Gonna not invite His brother Like come on but well, does that even make any sense? But I said, you know what? She's probably just reminding me. And she said it. Mm-hmm. She, said, she said, "I know you're busy, so you know, just wanted to make sure you didn't forget."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it came. It was met it was with that, no. It that, that was that it. As simple, simple as that, because she understands that I'm crazy busy. It I understand how it could have been taken. Party done. And right? the
0: thing is, that's every family, because the same thing happened with my aunts and my cousins. We're Absolutely absolutely Remember it's the same thing it's the same thing, same it's, the thing. Same
1: thing. it's the same thing it's that a, it's a generational thing which i'm learning with some things too and then lastly just to kind of wrap things up making sure that we're encouraging our kids to express the root of their feelings so with deval and i when the kids come and they start crying about something or they're whining about something i try to make sure that it's not just met with like stop crying stop crying but it's more met with control your emotions in this moment mm-hmm. can you tell mommy why you feel the way you feel yes It's super important to encourage that conversation and Mm -hmm. encourage the dialogue, even as early as four years old. We make sure if Kaz is crying, Kaz has to tell me how he feels in that moment so I can help him navigate those emotions in a safe space before he's old enough to have to deal with people that may not be as savvy. Okay, Absolutely. All right. This was a good conversation. I think we should take a break now and come back to some listener letters so we can see what y'all have to say this episode because you know. Sometimes we don't always want to be the ones to come up with the topics. We want to see what y'all have to say. So take a quick break and we'll be back. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this near yes near the og that i used for years has now leveled up and they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing my personal favorite coconut oil and vitamin e because it's gentle on my skin and down to the body cream rich cocoa butter and vitamin e body cream which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity Okay, it works in as little as three minutes, no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new Sensational Shower and Body Creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair Body and Shower Creams available at retailers nationwide and online.
0: all year long.
1: That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart.
0: That's right. Go to walmart.com slash blackandunlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine.
1: All right, back with listen letters. I always start. Do you want
0: to start? I'll start. All right, go for it. Number one. Hey, y'all, I'm a 26-year-old female that suffers from mommy issues. Just some backstory. My mom had me very young, and I was raised by my grandmother, father's mom. But my mom was somewhat active in my life as far as providing financially. My trauma comes in when I was sexually assaulted by her boyfriend at the time. Mm.
2: Mm.
0: I was around 12, 13, which she was aware of because I told her the day it happened. Fast forward, she is married, and for a very long time, uh, I was conflicted. So I went to therapy and also invited her. And I did give her an ultimatum. And and she told me that she can't give up on her livelihood for me and walked out. I'm a little bit confused. Did she, did marry, she marry the marry person? The guy? That, right. That's what I'm but saying. But how was the guy connected to her livelihood? The livelihood is about making money. Right. So I'm a little confused. But we'll, we'll see. Okay. Haven't spoke to her since. Two years have passed. But I'm starting to realize that it's affecting other relationships around me. I'm quick to cut people off. It's hard for me to show grace. I don't speak about this much because it's not something people usually can give me advice on. But I listen to you guys a lot, and I'm just hoping that I can get something out of how to be more graceful to others and not be quick to dismiss them. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, I guess that's, yeah, I felt the same way. I was confused yeah. about did mom go on to marry this man after you expressed that he sexually yes. assaulted you? Because that's like that's, huge yeah. and that's major, and I wouldn't be able to relate. To that, No, I wouldn't, know, I wouldn't um, be able to but,
0: relate that. But um, I would say this, though. Your mom clearly has had some trauma in her life as well. Mm-hmm. Right? You said you were raised by your father's mom,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which means you wasn't raised by your father and you wasn't raised by your mother's mom. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what has happened in her right. life to make her make the choices. But she did have a child very young.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Was she sexually abused? hmm you know what I'm saying? Why, you know what I'm saying? Why was she active so young and how did that affect her? Mm-hmm. Why does she feel like leaving this man is going to affect her livelihood? Mm. Is this person providing something for her that she can't get anywhere else? Right. But this only happens when you have empathy.
2: Mm.
0: Rather than saying to your mom, You made me feel away, and since you made me feel away, you have to apologize and you have to tell me all these reasons. How about you approach your mom with some empathy and say, hey, mom, what's been going on in your life? Mm. Understand where, try to understand where your mom is coming from so it it can at least give you peace. Right? You may not get the answers you want. And you you may may not not agree agree. with her. Right. You may not agree with her at all, but at least it can give you peace and say, you know what? My mom has been struggling with these demons for years. Mm -hmm. And part of the way she responds to me are projections of what she's dealt with then you can release it from yourself. That's a really good response. Because now you're no longer saying what's wrong with me. That's a really because, good response. Because it seems like now she's saying what's wrong with me that my mom would choose right. that relationship. So now
1: you self-loathe. Right. And you feel like it's something I did wrong. Mm-hmm. And you're taking that on you where someone's response to a act, someone's feelings don't have to necessarily be a direct indicator of something that you may or may not have done.
0: Absolutely. So I think that's a really
1: great um, piece for her. And I feel like you also too, sis, now that you're aware of what's happening, if your mom is able to and willing to have the conversation with you, maybe just you and her, or in the presence of maybe a therapist, you then can't, or regardless if you have the conversation with her or not, then take the way you feel and blame other people or look for ways to cut other people off just because your, your mom was that way. Not everyone is the same. It's almost like being in an abusive relationship, for example, and you right. with a spouse that abuses you abuses you or doesn't do things to make you feel good, and then you get into another relationship, and this new person right. now has to bear the burden of what the last person did, and the last person did, yeah. you're not giving them a fair chance to express to you how they genuinely feel about you. So you may be sabotaging relationships around you yeah. Because of your mom, but I feel like it should be quite the opposite, and I know it's probably easier said than done So I completely get that. Um, but also too, everyone cannot bear the burden um, of what your mom puts you through.
0: I feel like she sabotaged a little bit because having having a mom leave you gives you a sense of like like, like you're not worthy.
1: yeah, like an abandonment like
0: an abandonment issue, you know yeah. what I'm saying? you're not worthy. So yeah. rather than this person leaving me. I'm going to push them away. Mm. At least I'm in control. In control. At least I'm in control. It's the power. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to uh, Zatima Tyler Perry's sisters, season two. We, we actually talk about that actual issue. Mm. You get a chance to learn more about the characters. And one of the characters, I'm not going to give it away, but had issues with mommy issues, had uh, mommy issues and mm. abandonment issues, mm-hmm. and purposefully pushed people away. So they can feel like they were in control before the person left. Right. So what happens, and what she probably tends to do, she says she cuts people off quickly. They're constantly scanning for red flags, mm. and once they see a red flag, rather than having empathy for a person and trying to understand why that flag is there, they say, "I'm going to control this and cut them off. I win.
2: Mm.
0: I win. You lose. You lost me on my terms. Right. But that's self-sabotaging. Right. And I think you just have to learn how to deal with that, and it helps with um having empathy with your mom first and understanding what she went through in her life and stop putting that on yourself because then you end up feeling like I don't deserve people. If Mm -hmm. my mom left me, that means I don't deserve people, which means everyone is going to leave me, which is not the case.
1: Absolutely. Hope that helps us. All right. And our second letter starts with, Hey, Kadena DeVal. I love y'all and thank God for giving you both the courage to heal others by simply living your truth. Oh, that's nice. I love to hear that. Thank you. In today's climate, there's a lot, There's a lack of authenticity, so I'm really happy you pushed the narrative to authentically and unapologetically be yourself. Thank you. Appreciate you so much. I'm in a relation, or I'm in relation with someone who decides to ignore me in times of frustration. Granted, Mm -hmm. I cause the frustration sometimes and understand needing to take a breather, come back later to discuss for a resolution. Mm. Once he decides to talk to me again, the issue isn't addressed. He acts normal as if nothing happened, and it frustrates the living shit out of Don't me. Don't that sound familiar? Exactly. <laughs> Sorry for the verbiage. I came from a family who did just that growing up. Well, same. You, <laughs> and I've internally Jokies? suffered. Right? I've <laughs> internally suffered from it. So learning to respectfully, effectively, and efficiently vocalize my concerns has been paramount and very hard, might I add. I know. You, I completely understand this. Ahead, this is ahead, me. Same, Nevertheless, I'm trying, which I am. <laughs> I've asked him to stop ignoring me as it isn't conducive to my growth and to try to articulate himself. But he's under the notion what's understood doesn't have to be explained. He also believes ignoring is better than blowing up. I disagree. I don't think either are effective or efficient. I know people deal with things differently and arrive at conclusions at different times, Mm -hmm. but this is truly bothering my spirit. I've Mm -hmm. tried communicating as best I know how, and it seemingly isn't working, falling on deaf ears. What are your thoughts? P.S. I came to your live show and had the absolute best time of my life. Thank you. When you allowed the audience to space to ask question, I had my hand up but got scared. (laughs) Y'all are groundbreaking. Keep doing what you're doing. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Girl, you're me. Like this is literally me having, you know, not had the opportunity or the space or feeling the comfort to be able to describe how I felt in Mm. moments. It really, really um, suffocated me in my relationship with the early on. And it still continues to be a constant Day in and day out work for me to be able to eloquently express to him how I feel. I think one. But you've gotten
0: better. I've gotten better. Yeah.
1: um, And thank you for that. Thanks Mm. for acknowledging it. But I feel like the issue in this whole entire paragraph that she said is that sometimes you have to take a breather and come back to it later to discuss a resolution. That's one thing that I used to think worked. Mm particularly for us. And I'm giving you this piece of advice because I know it didn't work for us. And since Mm -hmm. it's a very similar situation, maybe you can try this and see how it works for you. But Deval and I need to sit in real time in the moment, discuss and come to conclusion. Mm -hmm. Now the conclusion may not be hunky dory. We're going to hug and kiss and we both are agreement with each other. No, a lot of times it's met with like, well, you're entitled to feel the way you feel.
2: Yeah,
1: You're entitled to feel the way you feel. It may not be the same, However, we're going to respect how the other person feels and yeah. agree to disagree, as yeah. cliche as that sounds. But leaving things to fester yeah. is never good.
0: And let me, I'll just speak on his point because I'm going to let sure. you finish his point. That's fine. When you decide that you want to walk away and take some time and then come back, right? You can't just expect that he wants to now then talk about it. Right. And if you've left him, because Kadine and I have been through this, oh, if yeah. you've left him to talk, think on his own and he's figured out a way to let it be okay, he then does not want to talk about it. Right. I've been there before. Right. When I wanted to talk about it, you wanted to walk away and be gone for hours and not say nothing. Cool. Now when you come back, you're like, okay, can we talk about it? I don't want to. Right. I've already already closed that chapter. I'm done with it, which is also not mature by any means. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I don't want to think about it now because I just don't always want to be on your terms.
1: I completely get that. And that's
0: where the frustration comes. Mm -hmm. Nothing has been resolved. And now he wants to act normal. Right. And you're like, no, I want to talk about it now. That's unfair. Right. So that's where, where he's coming from is like, okay, my time is not important. Your time's more important. Mm. Even though you've caused the frustration, Mm -hmm. that's not fair to me. So that's what he's feeling. But go ahead. Oh, so he wants to leave. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, he got to deal with that. (laughs) So our producer uh, corrected me, which really definitely does change the scope of the conversation. Mm -hmm. When you want to talk, he wants to to walk away right that's where the frustration comes right because he's frustrated he doesn't ah. want to blow up he'd rather be quiet and ignore it mm-hmm. which i I agree that does not help anything he the same way she's going to have to learn what triggers her triggers are he's going to have to learn what his triggers are and learn how to act effectively communicate in real time.
1: In real time. Like, yep, because she, she
0: also cannot wait
1: mm-hmm.
0: on his time. Right. It's not cool to put someone aside, even if they're the cause of the frustration. Mm-hmm. If she did something wrong to you and you're upset and now she wants to talk about it, I get that. But if this is the person you want to spend your life with, you have to be able to speak to them in real time. Even through your frustration, that's what growth is.
1: Yeah, and it's hard for me. I'm not even gonna lie. Like sometimes in real time, it's hard for me because I tend to do what get really emotional. Yeah. So if I get emotional and then like my eyes are welling up and I'm starting to tear up and I'm starting to cry and then Davos just like, "What are you crying for? You're being a victim." And I'm like, "I'm not trying to play victim, but mm-hmm. that's just how it's affecting me in that moment." So now I'm being judged for crying and, and now I'm pissed for being for for being that this crybaby. norm I'm not looking for any kind of. um you know, special attention. I'm not looking to be the victim, not looking for you to console me. I'm not trying to make you the villain, but this is how I'm naturally reacting in this moment. So sometimes for me, it requires that I kind of step away from it so that Mm -hmm. way I can gather my emotions to Mm -hmm. then effectively communicate.
0: I understand. I understand where you're coming from. And I was wrong for that. But once again, having empathy and listening to people, the way I felt in that moment was you, if you've done something to me and now I'm expressing to you how it made me feel and now you're crying... It's like you did something to me and now I have to console you right. about something you've done to right. me. Right,
1: exactly. So the shift ends up being that we don't even really sometimes get Disgust. to the root of the issue. Right,
0: now I have to spend all this time trying to calm you down. Right. And at times it was just like, bro, I'm I'm the one that's And that's why I felt like away. I had to
1: walk away because I'm like, right. I don't want to make it about me. It's not about me. You're the one right. who's upset. Let me come back when I'm in a better mental space to be able to have this conversation without emotion. But also
0: imagine being the one to do something to me and then tell me you don't want to talk to me about what you did to me. Right. It's like, yeah. it's like, I can't win. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I can't win. Yeah. But this is where having empathy, because we just had this discussion where you said to me, it's like, I don't want to cry and make you think that it's, that it's about me. So I'd rather not talk. And I said, well, you know what? That's wrong for me to tell you how to feel mm-hmm. about what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If what I'm saying about how you made me feel makes you cry, I have to receive that. That's how you feel.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I
0: can't tell you how to respond to what I'm saying. And that's also me just having empathy. So then what we came to conclusion was... Don't walk away from me. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you be here and cry to me. Mm-hmm. But now I have to be strong enough to say, hey, she's crying because she feels a way. Mm-hmm. I have to continue to talk through what's my problem. Not stop what I'm saying to to make her not cry. Right. Because that also is a false way to get through issues. I just don't want to see my wife cry, so mm-hmm. I'll say whatever. Right. And I used to do that. Right. You, you would cry, and I'd be like, if I don't worry about it. I'm fine. I'm fine. I promise you I'm fine. And mm-hmm. then you'd be like, okay, he's always fine, mm-hmm. but I still wouldn't be fine. Right. That's not okay. Let her cry if she wants to cry.
1: <laughs> if she anything like me, let her cry. <laughs>
0: let her cry because I also realized that my wife is strong enough to cry, but listen to what I'm saying. But she mm-hmm. also feels bad that I, and she just said all the time, she's like, I just feel bad that I'm making you feel bad.
1: Right. And I just <laughs> right. be like, well, I'm
0: feeling bad that I'm making you feel bad about making me feel bad. And
1: then it becomes a self-loathing thing where I'm just <laughs> right. like, I'm just the worst person in the world for making you feel like this. And yeah. then, you know, that's so how I, it goes. I so. would
0: say to her, because she's asking, what should I do? Um, It's difficult with someone who doesn't want to communicate. It depends on how long you've been together. Give them time and keep trying and give them empathy to understand that they're probably going through some things that they're working through on their own. If he loves you Mm -hmm. and you know, because this is a very important part too, this is another whole podcast. Triple, write this down. We're going to do a whole podcast on choices. Mm -hmm. right? Because there's a lot of people who ask me questions and they tell me, these bitches be doing this, these bitches be doing that. But it's like, you keep choosing the same person over and over Over again and and saying these bitches, there's billions of women in the world, but you keep choosing the same type of woman and saying that all women are like this. No, you keep choosing. Mm -hmm. When you've chosen someone to be with,
2: Mm -hmm. how
0: they respond is up to you whether or not you want to be in that relationship. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to work and trying to work and realizing that you're the only one trying to work, there may come a point where you have to say, this yeah. is no longer a relationship.
2: Right. I'm
0: carrying. Right. And I need to be in a relationship where someone's going to work as hard as me. Absolutely. That's a hard truth.
2: Mm-hmm. But no
0: one has to be there. We talk about this in the book, We Over Me, shout out, uh, shameless plug. Mm-hmm. But we always talk about it We the opening of the book. We mentioned that no one deserves, well, no one has a right mm-hmm. to your presence. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to give anything to anybody. Right. So anything you give to someone or anything they give to you is a privilege. Mm -hmm. Remember that. Mm -hmm. And if you constantly live in that space, it's easy for you to walk away when a situation does not or no longer provides what you need.
1: Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. I think that was some great advice. And just know, since you're not alone and at least no. you're asking to find out the right avenue yes. to be able to tackle this. When people write in for listening letters, y'all, we take that as you being concerned about whatever situation that you're mm-hmm. in and you're really trying to find a way to make it yes. work. So we appreciate y'all really being vulnerable with, with us. And, you know, thanks for even listening to our little two cents because, <laughs> right. you know, we don't have all the answers, but we, at no, least we're
0: trying to figure it out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, and hopefully, hopefully it helps y'all to hear can what change we did. with us for sure.
0: Because Kadena and I are different people. From 2018 when we started this podcast. That is a
1: fact. That is a fact. All right, y'all keep writing in for listener letters. If you want to be featured as one of our listener letters, be sure to email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com.
0: That's right. That's D-E-A-D-A-S-S A D V I C E at Gmail dot com.
1: All right. We're talking empathy today. And what would you want to sum things up with as your moment of truth? We're talking about feeling
0: <laughs> I would While say.
1: I'm cleaning
0: (laughs) while i'm up cleaning pick up your feelings no i would say it's important for people to understand that emotions are real Mm -hmm. number one thing stop telling people that they are not entitled to feel the way they feel everyone is entitled to feel the way they feel Mm -hmm. what you have to start doing if you want to become a more productive human and why i say productive human is because if you want to be better in relationships business uh work Parent, child, intimate relationships, the greatest thing you can have in this life is empathy. Because empathy allows you to see from a different perspective. Empathy opens up your eyes. Empathy gives you a 360 view mm-hmm. of a situation, as opposed to the one view that you have sitting from where you're sitting. Because as people, we are extremely limited with these two eyes. Mm-hmm. Right? We have our peripheral vision and the vision in front. So we can see about 180. Mm
1: -hmm. But
0: there's a whole 180 degrees behind us that we can't see. Oh yeah. And if you allow yourself to have empathy, you give yourself a greater amount of vision, which can open up your mind and you can learn a lot more.
1: Well then Yeah. Give them an entire mouthful.
0: You know what I'm saying? Pause. For the moment of
1: truth. Good Pause. job. No, this is great because this is an episode that you came up with a topic for. And I think it was great yes. that we were able to discuss it. Um, I think my moment of truth is going to be pretty simple because you said pretty much everything. Um, learn how to be empathetic without having to be in defense.
2: Oh, like okay. That. I like that.
1: <laughs> you can you can, they they're not mutually exclusive. You can be empathetic towards someone mm-hmm. and have empathy for something that you may have done or feelings that you've evoked in that person mm-hmm. without feeling like you're just the bad guy or you're to blame or what you did was necessarily wrong because mm-hmm. no one is gonna. Not every not every person is going to feel the exact way you feel about a scenario. We're all different. We all react to things differently. And although your heart might have been in the right place if it wasn't received that way, you don't necessarily have to be, be down on yourself that you've, you're to blame.
0: You just opened up a different perspective. Having empathy for yourself. Yeah. And saying, you know what? I didn't do that on purpose. Yeah. I'm not the worst person in the world. I can make a correction and move on. That's That's a great... Added tip is empathy doesn't only go to other people. You can also have empathy and give grace to yourself. I like that,
1: baby. Love like that. It. Perfect way to end. All right, y'all. And if you want to be featured on social media, um, no, you don't want to be featured on social media. Why can't I get it together today? Yeah, You're struggling. I'm, I'm gonna in have my empathy. feelings. I'm have empathy for it's you. Have empathy you today. for me. Oh, let's all this talk, I'm fucking up know. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we already did the list or letter. If you want to be featured, however. You can follow us on social media, and I think you should, if you're not already. That's the podcast, and I'm Kadeen I am.
0: And I am DeVal. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Deadass. Deadass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Deadass the Podcast and never miss a thing.
1: Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.
0: It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. One at Flatiron Plaza in New York City and one at Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's a perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black lead products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it.